0: And now, two old school guys talking about music and stories about their radio days. It's T Man and John, the music freaks. Yeah. With the new open. Well, just for today. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm thinking because it's episode three. Right? Third Eye Blind. And the title of this episode is, Is the Third Time Really a Charm?
1: Well, it's a semi-charmed life.
0: See, there you go. Oh, I remember when we played this when it was new on WAPE. Oh my God, we can't play the part that says crystal meth in it. <laughs>
1: I was about to say. Are you serious? There's nothing There's nothing more upbeat than a song about crystal meth.
0: I know, but are you serious?
1: Bro, like bro, you can't, they, you like, couldn't say the word back then? Yeah.
0: Yeah. For some reason, they gave us the quote-unquote edit.
1: But Tommy James could sing Crystal Blue Persuasion thank back you. in 1969. Or thank, you. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Well, you know, that's crazy. Um, on uh, on Mainstream Country, with the Zac Brown band, Toes, Yeah. he, he can't roll a big fat
0: one. Right, I, I've i noticed that, yeah. Lay in
1: the hot sun and roll a big one. Well, wasn't there an and edit... we're thinking it was a burrito.
0: Wasn't there, a, of course. <laughs> wasn't there an edit to... For his, uh, no, it wasn't his. Um, well, the Toes
1: in the Water, and then we say Toes in the Sand on the on the mainstream radio. Ah. But his uh, album's got ass in the sand. Ah. Which makes me, it's a much, much better song. Well, yeah, of course. But anyway, that's of what's course.
0: up. Of course.
1: How's everything going, man? How have you been?
0: I've been good. I know you just got over a cold.
1: I did, but doing much better, so 100% moving forward.
0: I brought my can of Lysol in just in case. Thank you. Yep.
1: You have sprayed, and... Uh, I have sprayed, Julie's antiseptic in here now. There we go. And uh, some business that we needed to take care of, uh, that we promised from last uh, time we were together, was uh, we were going to tell backstage stories. So we've got that to look forward to. I got a couple of backstage stories.
0: Yep, we have some freak mail today too.
1: We've got freak mail. I got some freak mail, uh, which which oh, really? leads to a which leads to a piece of a song, which I don't know if you've ever heard this, I don't, and I don't know if we've ever talked about it. So okay. it's a it, it might be a fun surprise, and if it's not, it's still going to be a surprise. I think for those listening, if they've never heard this before,
0: because it's okay.
1: really one of the funny freaks of nature. Okay. And uh, anything else we got?
0: uh yeah that we promised well uh, no i don't think we've really okay. promised that outside was, of that okay. i think that was it
1: good just want to make sure we're on we're on key here.
0: but I, I gotta i gotta tell you something that i wanted to say uh during episode two never got around to it um one of our competitors on the podcast world just one <laughs> we you only know, have one now there's only 14 billion podcasts out there now yeah Uh, At last count, maybe. (laughs) But I got to tell you, it was so funny. You know, John and I, we've known each other forever. going on 40 years. We've known music forever. We've listened to music forever. We've done radio forever. Just never together. Right. Um, And I'm so sure that um, a buddy of mine sent me a link to a podcast. It was a morning team out of New York. I'm not going to say who they are. I'm not going to give them any credit. Okay. Because I listened to three minutes of the podcast and had to turn it off. They were bitching and moaning because they got fired from their jobs. And I guess they were in uh, two other markets. I think one was Detroit, and I can't remember if Miami was the third or not. Yeah. Guy and a girl. And all they're doing, they're in a podcast, dropping F-bombs, this F-bomb, that. They're so pissed they got fired, and the way that it happened. And they're just moaning and groaning and bitching, and I'm going, this is a podcast. <laughs> I hope you remain in the podcast world because you're not getting back on the radio after this. Wow. Yeah, and I'm like...
1: Yeah, some some treat these podcasts as soapboxes. Yeah. Uh, we treat it as a way just to get together. And it gives it's, us a reason to hang out. It's fun. Yeah, we're it's having fun. a great time. it's what are, we're supposed to have. We hope you are, too.
0: Uh, and the other thing I wanted to bring up, this old Neil Young stupidity thing.
1: Oh, with Spotify.
0: This is just so stupid because now... If Joe Rogan wasn't big enough already, yeah. now he's offered, I don't know if you've heard this, you know what Rumble is?
1: Yes, Rumble is a new forum where it's like, there's videos and things like that. It's yeah.
0: like a YouTube, but not censored. Yes. Um, they're offering him a four-year deal for $100 million, and they'll even bring over the podcast that Spotify dumped. Wow. Wow. How can,
1: how can I piss off Neil Young is what I'm asking?
0: Do it now. now. Go.
1: <laughs> if that can get anywhere close to that offer from Rumble or any other website, you know, I'll piss Neil Young off right now. You know,
0: he's just he's when he recorded an Old Man in the seventies, yeah. I think he was an old man then.
1: You know, he always has said he's has an old soul and he's always been a grump.
0: He's oh my God! Always yeah.
1: been grumpy, and I'll tell you, I love some of his music. as some of my favorite music I know. ever. I
0: know, but I know,
1: but deal. Why do I have to deal with that? I know. Yeah, that's the thing. I've. It's a good. Uh, story in itself of uh, how how far can you go with an artist if you disagree with whatever, or if they're so strident about certain things that you have to go, I don't even know if I can like your music anymore. Exactly. If you're so far one way or the other, if right. you're just ab- annoying and obnoxious in one way, shape, or form. Right. Uh, I have that. I have that wall up where there are certain actors, but then there's sometimes they cross the line. Yeah. And I just go, I really just don't have much need for you anymore, you well,
0: know? you know, and that's why we stopped watching all of the award shows. and it's it's a shame. I used to watch the Grammys and look forward to the Grammys every stinking year.
1: Oh, now, it's a soapbox just to her pla- the platitudes now. Yeah. It's
0: yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. The only—I'm um, I'm sitting here now looking at Neil Young's songs, courtesy of Billboard magazine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And
1: I can tell you, Neil Young had his first big hit with Heart of Gold. Well, the first big hit was when he was in Buffalo Springfield. But—
0: Right. Uh, Neil uh, Young's
1: solo act, you got we yeah. uh, um, you got your Heart of Gold.
0: That went to number one. You
1: got your Old Man.
0: That went to 31.
1: Yeah, it was a great song.
0: Great uh, intro. The one I like is Cinnamon Girl. That only went to 55 on the pop chart. Oh,
1: yeah. And that's a big rock hit.
0: Yeah. Rock radio. Yep. But outside of that, I mean, he had nothing— that was on the pop chart, like big time, like Heart of Gold. Yeah, definitely Nothing not close. A, not
1: not a pop dude. I mean, he no. he decided to really venture off that far. And well, good, did good for experimental him. Experimental music. Yeah, and, fine. And, oh man, Comes the time like, album, the Rust Never Sleeps album. Right. The Hey Hey My My. Um, yep. Rust Never Sleeps is one of my favorite live albums. Got a great version of Powderfinger on it, and Powderfinger, which is one of my favorite Neil Young songs. Yeah. Neil Young had allegedly written that song. To give to Leonard Skinner. Because, you know, they had that, you know, Southern man, don't eat him around. Right, right. Evidently, a beef. Well, there was no such thing, and they both really admired each other's work. And Neil Young, once he heard Sweet Home, said, yeah, I think you got a point there. Mm -hmm. And uh, really understood (laughs) that he was probably a little ignorant in talking about what he thinks he knows about the Southern man. And so uh, they became friends, and Neil had written Powderfinger and— was going to give it to scannard maybe had given them a tape before the plane crash and i and I, every time i hear that song now i could hear ronnie singing that uh-huh. song you know so
0: right anyway
1: I, I like neil young's music a lot and yeah but and he has his right to do whatever the heck he wants he to.
0: does but come on <laughs> come on I, you. I mean and then crosby stills and nash they're supposed to pull off their music off of spotify <laughs> Joni mitchell's supposed to do it do it just get on with it. Just do it and shut the hell up.
1: Well, that's the only reason they even did anything, I think. Right. Just to, say, to be look noticed.
0: At, look at me. Yeah. Yeah. Bingo. Yes. Bingo. So true. Ugh. You anyway. Feel, feel better? I I do. Okay. I, 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 I do. I, I mean, the only other way that I could really vent more is I'm so thankful that Verizon stopped using that blonde girl Kate in their ads. You know, at the beginning, it was nice.
1: Kate McKinnon? Yeah, her. And she's the one from Saturday Night Live? She, yes, she is. Okay. I've never really seen her on the show, but I know oh, who I she haven't. Is because she uh, kind of, uh, yeah, she's kind of awkward in those... Uh, she- She's awkward.
0: The, the first one, the first two might have been cute. Now yeah. it's just annoying. Really? <laughs> it's just annoying. I
1: don't I don't think I've seen that more than twice. Well, good. Yeah.
0: You don't, don't need to. I don't
1: watch much of the television. You
0: don't need to. Okay. Trust me, you're not missing a damn thing. I know I'm not. And okay? And that's why
1: I don't turn the TV on much. You're not missing
0: sports. squat. <laughs> squat, I'd say. No, I, get, I
1: catch squat every week. I'm not missing squat. You're <laughs> right. at the best dang show on. Yeah. I'll stream squat. There you go. Uh, okay, you want? I, I want to tell my uh, backstage story. Yeah, please do. Because yeah, you know, one of your one of the freak mails we had last week. So basically, these are the to, you know the next episodes basically answering freak mail. Yep. In, in advance or yeah. in, in a, you know. Behind. Yeah,
0: Chaz wrote about this. Thank- he he wanted to hear about our backstage meet and greets and that kind of thing.
1: I've got two, and and one is uh, one's because I'm an idiot, and the other is because this superstar. I want to tell the story. Okay, uh, the first one.
0: You're an idiot. The f- According to who?
1: Forty years of knowing you.
0: Tell well, you. hey, now see. So talk about dumb it down. Why
1: I oughta <laughs> the backstage yeah. with a, a lot of people, and I get backstage. I've been, you know, I've been music director now twenty-five yep. years. Yep. Program director, whatever. Yep. And you get to do that because mainly you usher your winners backstage, or every so often they have these little radio rooms now. You it's know, called a perk. It, it is. It's one of yeah. the perks of the. And I've never been really that fired up about meeting those. I mean, I'm I'm happy they're nice, and I go thank you for the music. Sure. But I'm not. I'm never starstruck. Never starstruck. Never. Um. Well, here we go. Okay. Merle Haggard, and I'm a song. Ah. You know, I'm a songwriter. Been writing songs forever. Yep. And Merle Haggard was back uh, we were introducing Merle Haggard at the Jacksonville Fair. This is back when I did uh, the first round of mornings uh, with Boomer and CC Ryder and the yeah. three of us were back there okay. about to introduce Merle Haggard to okay. the Jacksonville Fair crowd. The legend. The legendary singer, sing, a yeah. uh, songwriter singer. And so Merle's back there and everybody, you know, is taking their turns taking pictures with Merle Haggard. Sure. And so, you know, you say a little something and what I normally say, here's what I normally say to everybody Oh that's, you have a script? Well no. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm rehearsing standing in the corner. Oh uh, no, oh, i oh,
0: now no, see we know somebody that keeps looking in a mirror when he used to be on the air. We're not going there that's though. That's funny. We're not going there.
1: We're roughly here's what I would say. <laughs> not verbatim. I would say, Hey, well thank you for all the music. I sure appreciate it. And yeah. it's sure nice to meet you. Okay. Basically, that's what I say to these people. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is Merle Haggard, man. And I'm like, you know, oh, you know what I'm going to do? How many times am I going to have a chance to say hi to Merle Haggard and say more than nice to meet you? Right. This is it. Right. And so I go ahead and say, when I get up there, it's my turn to, you know, get the picture taken. And I go up to him and I'm (laughs) shaking his hand and I say, you know, when, when I write a song, I always hope to write one. And I always think, you know, would Merle Haggard like this song? Yeah. And Merle Haggard just kind of looks at me with his blank stare and goes, all right, let's get this over with. <laughs> <laughs> and so, oh, no, he didn't. And I thought, this is the most Merle Haggard answer <laughs> ever. All right, let's let's get this over. Oh, with. Oh wow! And he's, he's like mo- turning me, you know, uh, turning me to get, get the dang picture, but get the heck out of my life. Uh, he's turning <laughs> me as he's going. Oh, all right, let's get this over with.
0: Oh, that's classic. Oh
1: my gosh! And the picture, I I gotta find that picture. You I know, need to. It's yes. In my office. You got to. And I am just about to bust out laughing. You can tell I'm like, you know, it smi- looks like I'm smiling, but th- there was a, a nanosecond that I was about to bust out laughing because I said I just had the best Merle Haggard answer ever. And so, that is my Merle Haggard story. All right. You all get, right. Let's get this over with. You
0: got to find that picture because we started a Facebook page. Do you, know, you know, you're know, the know, the know, you not know? on Facebook. How the hell would you know? How the hell would you know? I would never know this. T-Man and John the Music Freaks were on Facebook. Wow. Look us up. Oh, look and, look uh Yeah, we've already got over 200 folks on and there, hate, which is awesome. Well, I am
1: so glad people, yeah. people care.
0: Yes, they God, do. Can, can I say I just hate Facebook? You just did. Okay. Trust me, there. I do too. Okay, but, I'm glad, but you I'm, know,
1: I'm glad there's a way somebody can, if they need to listen or whatever they need. That's But fun.
0: yeah, I mean, you know, we have the link to the shows and... and uh, yeah,
1: and I'm not an old curmudgeon. I, I love computers and I love technology. I know. I, I just hate
0: yeah. Facebook. Well, your wife's got you all over it. Oh, <laughs> you're, well, you're, that's the only way I know what the hell's going on in your life. Okay. Jill posts where you're going. You're at the fort. You're over here having some food. You're hanging with your son, whatever the case might be. Right. Jill's got, she's on it, man. Okay, good. I'm glad she's, she's taking totally care of my it. social calendar. She really is. There, I'm like, ah, there's John. Oh, oh that's Ah, yeah, there, there's John. There I am again. Yeah, and they, you actually took a with couple my, of goofy pictures. I think it was like your birthday celebration. Oh, it
1: was my birthday, and I, we went to uh, a pose tavern. Oh, you did! Yeah, we went to Poe's Tavern. It was also happened to be the my, my birthday's the same birthday as the when he published the Raven.
0: Oh, wow. Allen
1: post. How about that? Went to Post Tavern and okay. had to have a drink there.
0: Okay. Right. And
1: so, okay, great. Uh, yeah, I'll find that picture. We can put it up. Yeah, we need to. We can post that.
0: Maybe uh, Jill has it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll have to ask. <laughs> when you, uh, you're backstage, do you have any crazy backstage stories? Because then I'll tell my other really cool superstar story.
0: Well, I mean, there were maybe uh, in Daytona. Uh, do you remember Vinnie... What was his name? Oh, the Vinny Vincent Invasion.
1: Oh, my gosh. Do you remember those guys? Vinny Vincent was like a drummer for some... Or yeah. He and was in some band, then he had his own his did, own gig.
0: Yeah, for 15 minutes.
1: That Was that when you were at Hot Rock and Flame Throwing I-100? Yes, it was. Okay. 86,
0: 1987. Yep. Right in there. I was there for a short and, time. Um, yes, you were. And uh, we were at the Ocean Center, and they did a backstage meet-and-greet kind of thing. And they did the, you know... You get in a line, and you go see the guys and shake hands and say thanks and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I get through the line, and I'm hanging with the record rep, and he's like, uh, we're about to walk out. And he says, we'll go to the show in a minute. And I turn around, and all of a sudden, there's like four women backstage, topless. (laughs) And from there, I was like, okay, can we stay for this? I don't think we need to. Because Lord knows what happened after that.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, he was a former member of KISS. That's, uh, that's what
0: Vinny yeah. Vincent's all about. Well, there you go. I mean, granted, they were good-looking girls. <laughs> you, th-
1: you thought you were at the Ocean Club.
0: I was, doing a bikini contest.
1: <laughs> you thought you were that's, at the Ocean Club during spring break. That's what you? I
0: was doing. Oh, my, yeah. that Spring break... Did, did, did I ever tell you the story about one night I got roped into DJing in one of the clubs there?
1: No, I, I never stepped foot in spring break, man. I got well, the heck out of that place as quick as I could.
0: It was me and two other guys in the I-100 van. And, of course, you know, the I-100 van is white. The logo's on the side with the big gator and the headphones. Right. And we're driving, or I should say, we're putting down... Uh, <laughs> A1A, First Street, whatever. It's a
1: station van. It only puts.
0: And we're doing three. No, we're doing three miles an hour because it's that freaking crowded. Sure.
1: It's spring break.
0: And uh, the next thing I know, we're pulling into Checkers Cafe. It was a parking lot. We wanted a beer. So we pull over and we walk into Checkers. And the guy was one of the guys I was with was our, uh, at the time, program director, Bo Richards. We walk in like the back door. Not his real name? No. Okay. Don't, well, it might be. I don't know. I don't think so. No, it probably no, isn't. if it's Bo Richards. No, come No, I know. It's probably Fritz or something fake like names. that. Yeah, fake names. So um, all of a sudden, we're in the club. And when I mean we're in the club, I hear the music. I see people. It's packed like you couldn't believe. And then we walk into the DJ booth. Now, the DJ booth, when I say it's a DJ booth, it's more like a pantry, It's about that big. The DJ pantry. Sure. It's about that big. I know what you mean. And now all of a sudden, there's three or four of us in this thing. (laughs) And Bo has to yell out, hey, Tony spins. Well, the DJ at that point's like, oh, okay, I'll go make a beer run. You guys want it?
1: Yeah, I'll make a beer run in St. Augustine. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So all of a sudden now, I'm in the DJ booth, and I'm playing whatever the hell I wanted to. It's 1986. I'm having a ball. Right. The window to see the dance floor is lower than me and you know i'm short people that know me it's like okay right yeah, he he never developed or something um <laughs> not to his full potential oh, I, I ayo hey, but yeah so all of us i get roped into that i'm like how in the hell did this happen i just wanted a beer
1: you wanted a beer you're in the dj booth the next thing you know you're taking over somebody's gig and crazy. he's getting paid for it while he goes and drinks
0: crazy times but yeah he, luckily he did come back oh good <laughs> um with my beer and he oh, actually God. and then I, at that point I could stop playing. Well that's but good. It was just one thing like that after another with spring break. I mean I was asked to intro Cheap Trick at the Band Shell. Nice. An hour before the show. Hey, can you go down to the Band Shell and intro Cheap Trick? Yeah, why not? Sure. Sure. It was another 2 hours before they went on. Of course. But I hung. Yeah. It was great. I mean times like that you just I mean you you can't replace them. Van Halen, so cool meeting Van Halen. Right? Alex was a dick. Um but the other guys were just super nice. That's Sammy cool. was great. Eddie was great. I miss Eddie Van Halen.
1: Sammy and um uh, Sammy and uh, who's Michael Anthony Yeah, the, Michael Anthony in was band cool. They're now together.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Probably down in Cabo. Probably. Drinking his what is it? Yeah, vodka? I never, tequila? tequila. What is it? Yeah. Probably whatever you got. Yeah. But they were cool
1: um yeah every country artist and, and there, i don't think i've ever met any rock star i don't think but every 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 single country artist i've met is, is incredibly nice yeah they're incredibly kind yeah. and they they all know uh because they all took about 10 years at least to try to, to cut to break through. yeah they know the struggle and Absolutely. they know how grateful they are yeah not that rock stars aren't because most of those guys you know played and especially the older ones you know they had to play in any dank bar in the world oh yeah and so they're all pretty thankful but they get a little arrogant but the country artist if there's any arrogance we never see it and and it's uh they're always really cool but one is was absolutely cooler than anybody and this is head and shoulders above anybody okay now the preface is garth brooks was big late 90s you know it was he was at his Garthiest. In the ninety-seven, and if
0: you've ever been your Garthiest, you know how painful that can be. Indeed, yeah,
1: and so, (laughs) and so Garth Brooks, you know, and he was, he was phenom, he was a phenomenon. Where he's now the biggest selling artist of all time, right? And at that time, he was selling just megas, and so he was uh, doing. In his concerts, you know, everybody just, oh my gosh, you ever seen Garth in concert? Yeah. And I, I, yeah, I saw Garth in concert a few times and it's entertaining. But I, Garth, here's my deal with Garth. Okay. His, his personality is half um, P.T. Barnum and half Gomer Pyle. And half of him, half what? of him, <laughs> this is what I think about it. What? When he's on stage, like going, you really, you came to see me? Half of me thinks he's counting the money. Well, duh. He's counting seats, going, okay, four million, six million, yeah. eight million, right? And then the other half of him really believes and really is surprised. Golly, you came to see me, yeah? So that's my Garth Brooks uh, little dichotomy or his little split personality. I right. think he has. Okay. And so uh, I always joked that a Garth Brooks concert, I said, oh yeah, that's a good two hour show. It's it's ninety minutes of music and thirty minutes of him soaking up applause. So. That's just what I would say. It was my little running joke about Garth Brooks
0: okay. concert. i tell you who was very cool to meet. And you talk about being genuine and friendly. John Bon Jovi. Oh, that's cool. He and Richie Sambora. They did a show here in town. We, we had them in for like a little acoustic kind of storyteller thing. Because mm-hmm. it was really big in the 90s around yeah. 2000. So this was 2000. And they did the Florida Theater. And the Ape. We gave away tickets to our listeners, and um, when we met them backstage, they wanted to know our first names. They wanted to remember us so they could sit there and say, even with my wife, Hey, Kim, thanks for coming out to the show. It was a great meeting you, blah, blah, blah. That was so impressive to me. I mean, because they're doing this with everybody they're meeting. They want to know your name so they can address you that way. And that was really, really cool.
1: Here is part two of this Garth Brooks story. Okay. Same thing. We go backstage. So here it is: ninety-seven guards playing, you know, seven hundred straight shows at the uh, the Civic Auditorium or I mean, yeah. at the uh, arena, right. and so. We get to go backstage, and our backstage, uh, instead of, like you were saying, the old cattle calls where there were 200 people, and you walked in, and hopefully you were able to stop for a second and say right. hi. You're normally walking by, like, high-fiving them or something. Yeah. Right. Um, this was totally different. This is the first time I'd ever encountered this. Uh, you were only going to go back uh, 10 at a time. And so it was like uh, our radio station had our 10 winners, and uh, this country station had their 10 winners, They're mm-hmm. so like three or four, and then the fan clubs were going in pods right. as well. Right, right. And so you go in, and it was the first time I'd ever seen it. More than just, uh, it had it furnished actually with a couch and some chairs. Nice. And people walk in and sat down, and then Garth comes out and talks to our ten and asks their name, gets all their names. Yeah. What's your name? What do you do? And and just getting to know all of our listeners, and I was like, this is really cool. Yeah. And then he starts asking what what they bought. And uh, so, why don't you get there? Well, I got, um, I had to get a scarf, and my husband couldn't make it. So, I got him a leather jacket and all this kind of stuff. And yeah. he keeps asking exactly what people bought. And I'm like, Carth, that's kind of weird. And then, <laughs> then his tour manager comes out with cash and reimburses everybody.
0: Get out. With their
1: souvenir that they bought.
0: Get out!
1: And he said, y- "This is on us. Y'all are QIK's guest. That means you're our guest. Really? And this is all on us."
0: And wow! We, I was
1: like, "Oh my! I have to tell everybody this story because I always joke about him. You know, soaking up applause and stuff on stage." Yeah. I said, "I got to tell everybody what he does backstage. That's amazing. Isn't that great? And he does that. I don't know if he does it anymore or whatever. But that was at the time in the late '90s.
0: Wow. That Garth
1: did that, and I thought." Okay, he is, he is, the bigger they are, maybe the cooler they are. And then you say the story about John Bon Jovi, yeah. once again, as big a superstar in the 90s as yep. you get. Yep. And once again, maybe that maybe that is true. The bigger they are, the nicer they are, perhaps.
0: Maybe. Now, I'm going to quiz you. Okay. This would be a pop quiz <laughs> okay. for Garth Brooks.
1: Oh, shoot.
0: Any idea what his biggest hit was on the pop chart?
1: Pop chart, man. I don't, I don't know pop charts. Um in the, especially in the nineties.
0: Yeah. I don't was, I
1: don't know what crossed over.
0: Well um, a lot of them did but didn't do well. This one did well. This one went to five.
1: Wow. No, I really don't know the pop charts of Garth Brooks. What year was it?
0: Ninety-nine.
1: Oh, was that um Oh, what was to two Pina Colors. No, was it um When the Rain da 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 da? da, da, da.
0: You got to give me a title because I don't even recognize this one.
1: To make you feel my love?
0: No. Uh, no. No.
1: be Nicoladas? No. Uh, I don't know.
0: Lost in You. Oh, you know why? Tell me why.
1: That was that horrible Chris Gaines thing. Oh,
0: was that what that was? Oh, it was. It was. Wasn't it? I think you're right.
1: It was at the same time. Maybe he was trying to make it better. Was that the one he did the Dr Pepper commercial or something with? I don't know. Oh dear me. I I don't know. That that went
0: to five.
1: Well, pop people don't. Y'all don't know nothing about good music. Now,
0: see, you really need to stop with that.
1: (laughs) I can give you some great Garth Brooks songs that we played the crud out of. All right,
0: well tell me. Uh, besides besides Friends in Low Places.
1: The dance.
0: Yep. Beautiful okay. song. All right.
1: The dance, right. uh, much too young to feel this damn old, which uh, but that song means more to me every day I wake up. Well, duh. Uh, <laughs> and um, Shameless, he does a great job on Shameless. Yeah, he, does Billy, right song, yeah, he does all right with that Joel song. He does all right with that better than Billy. Um, <laughs> yeah, and then he did, um, wow, which I liked. He did a great job on that song to make you feel my love, which yeah. is a, a Bob Dylan song. It was all he right. did a beautiful version. And you know what he also did a version of? He did maybe the best version of uh of the kiss album remember that kiss cover yeah the tr- kiss tribute album called yeah. kiss my ass right yep and like lenny kravitz was on there and all these people right garth does a version of hard luck woman oh okay and it's incredible okay he sounds incredible okay so anyway i think garth has got a great body of work yep but yep. lost in you wouldn't have been one of them
0: oh i know i didn't think you would get that wow i would have really been more impressed if you did
1: <laughs> that was chris gaines crap I, I'm just that was certain. crap you're
0: right no you're right i remember we had to play some of that schlock i yeah. just don't remember what it was and this, i, I if, know it wasn't lost in you if you
1: don't remember chris gaines that was his alter ego he was going to make oh, a movie yeah, he had was... written a script and evidently word was word was it was the worst script there are people in california who somebody knew somebody and said that was possibly the worst script they'd ever read and boy i'm sure they've read some crappy ones mm. and they said yeah garth had turned that in and they went no, this no, this is horrible. So that <laughs> the movie never happened, but uh, Garth had this alter ego with long hair and a little soul patch beard. It was uh, yeah, it was
0: it was not silly, good, not good. No, it was silly. I
1: actually have Garth's phone number. Do you? I do. Should I text him and say we're talking bad about your Chris Gaines what, days?
0: One eight hundred Garth me. What is it?
1: <laughs> no, I'm. I have i do not I mean, what is it? I don't know. I, I got it in my phone. <laughs>
0: All right, bragger.
1: Not bragging.
0: What? A, oh, yeah. Okay. That's not a. Whatever.
1: Who's the Who's the most famous person in your phone? Uh, Me.
0: Pro, nah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh, you well, have a flip phone. I, evidently, I
0: need to blow up my phone. <laughs> you don't have contacts. Actually, actually, I do have Wayne Nelson's number. He's with Little River Band. He's been with them forty years. This year, uh, I thought. thought
1: he was like one of those blonde brothers.
0: Nelson. Yeah.
1: What are their who the names? hell
0: are you talking, Matthew and Gunner? I don't know. Yeah. What okay. are you talking about?
1: I didn't know which who who was that guy's name, Rick. No, what? What's his name? The guy you know.
0: The guy I from know from Little River Band. Wayne Nelson. Oh, Wayne Nelson. Yeah, okay. he uh, he he joined the band I want to say in '79, and now he's their their lead man. When wow. Every year they come to the Florida Theater and they tour all the time. They do a great show. And uh, they pack the place out, and they take pictures, post it on their Facebook, and right. blah blah blah. Um, but he and his wife send me like uh, monthly emails or whatever. You know, it's like uh, I'm part of the club. Big deal.
1: Hey, that's we see. I don't get that from Garth.
0: <laughs> no, you don't. No.
1: I had to steal. I had to steal this number. You know what else? You know who else's number? You stole. stole his number. Well, he called me one day. What and hell, it, he, he called. He called here in the oh, number. Oh, so
0: you saved it.
1: But. Caller ID, it popped up. It had his name and it had the phone number. Okay, and I was like, I'm it was, gonna write this one down. That's fun.
0: It wasn't like a a payphone or a.
1: No, it was it an 800 had his, trunk it, or something. It had his name. It really had his first name. His first name is Troyal, T-R-O-A-T-O-R-Y-A-L. Uh, oh, Troy not, with A-L, Troyal. It's,
0: it's not Chris? It's <laughs> <laughs>
1: It says Troyal Brooks, and then there's the phone number. Troyal? What
0: the hell is Troyal? Ask Mrs. Brooks. I've I never know. heard of that name ever. Have you?
1: It's not before Garth. Thank you. No. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> that, I wrote that down. And you know who else's number I stole?
0: Oh, no. Um,
1: Christian Leitner.
0: What? Really? Yeah,
1: because he was on First Coast News one day, or he was on First Coast, one of those yeah infomercial Talk shows. shows that yeah, they're yeah. on. And I know somebody that worked there, Christian and they were Leitner. like, hey, I, um, I'm here, uh, Christian Leitner's here. Uh, I'm sure you know who he is. And I was like, oh, yeah. And yeah. I was like, um, hey, could you get a contact number? Because I, I would love to have him on do, to do a public service show, which yeah. I do here for iHeart. And so um, they said, well, it's written down here. And I was like, well, give me the number. And so they were standing like next to a production board, and you got it. And I got Christian Leitner's number, and I actually texted it and said, "Hi, this is John Scott from My Heart, Jacksonville. I would like to uh, have you on our public service show to talk about the nonprofit stuff you're doing." Okay, I never heard back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'd seen. I was waiting for that part of the story. Ah, there you go. And no, he no, never got back with No, you.
1: so I don't. I don't collect these numbers. Okay. I did collect Garth Brooks's number. I guess yeah. that's my. Troil. Troil. <laughs> I got Troil's number. That's his wow. evil twin.
0: That sounds like something that would, like, I don't know, some kind of infection or a virus now, of some people sort. people named Troil right now that are I listening? have never heard of that name ever. I have If they're listening, I, I don't mean anything mean to them. It's just weird to me. Right. That's all. Okay. Get over it, man.
1: Golly. Tro- you know, Troil was Garth's dad's name.
0: All right. So good. it goes back a generation. Okay. Fine. At least. Okay. All right. That's all I'm saying. All right. Good.
1: He needs some mail or something.
0: No. Let me tell you about the guy that I met that I didn't have um, any. Pr- I have no proof that I've met this man outside of the record rep. Um, the night I met Stevie Wonder. What? Yeah. He was here in town, 85.
1: Uh, 86,
0: wasn't it? Uh, Okay. Yes. He was promoting Part-Time Lover. That was number one. He was in concert, right? Yeah, he played in the round.
1: I I was there. I was, too. It was one of the great concerts of my
0: life. I was, too. Okay. I was there with my first wife, and it was so funny because she wasn't invited backstage, but I was. It was such a a spur-of-the-moment thing. Right. The show's over with. He's thanking everybody, blah, blah, blah. Joyce Straws, who I love to the ends of the earth she was with the record label and she i mean immediately the show's over with she is pulling me out of my seat come on come on at the old coliseum i think it was the coliseum Coliseum, yeah it wasn't the arena yet Mm -mm. so she pulls me out and i'm i I just left my ex sitting there didn't know what to do because she's literally pulling me out of my seat right Because it was such a time crunch. And
1: it's a funky thing when labels and things happen
0: like that. So it's a total time crunch. I get pulled out of my seat. We are literally, I'm not kidding you, we're running backstage to go meet, I guess, we're going to meet Stevie Wonder. I haven't been told this. I'm just running like an idiot through the Coliseum. And the
1: fact there's got to be the only reason I'm running an idiot like this is probably a chance to meet Stevie
0: Wonder. Right. So this is 1985, 86. Nobody has cell phones. Nobody has a camera. How in the hell do you not have a camera and you're doing a backstage? Anyway, <laughs> that's my rant for that. We get back there. He's being handed the key to the city by the mayor. I think it was Jake. His, I think it was Jake. Yeah, yeah. Jake Godbolt. Well, he did. Stevie did such a quick costume change from what he was wearing on stage. All of a sudden, he's wearing this flannel checkered shirt and he's getting the key to the city. And she's bumping me in front of everybody. I mean, we're literally, I'm almost knocking people down because she's like, come on, come on. She's, I mean, dragging me. Excuse me, Senator. Excuse me, Representative. Right. Yeah. Excuse me, Governor. Yeah. Sorry about that head wound. You know, that kind of thing. (laughs) So I shook his hand. I met the man and I'm looking at her like, no camera? What the hell's wrong with you, Joyce? You are on top of this and no camera, no proof whatsoever. The other, the other artist who I met, and the reason I bring this up is because we have a freak mail about it, Brian Adams. Oh, okay. Did a great show here. Well, Rick Tracy.
1: Ah, Rick Tracy. Ah,
0: I'm, I'm talking to Brian Adams. Ah, Shut up.
1: Ah, I got to ask him this. That's the late, great Rick Tracy. Passed away a long time ago, but yeah. he, would, he would be doing this with us. Ah.
0: He would be. And there's a little secret about Rick I'm going to tell you about here in a second. But right. Rick is talking to Brian Adams. He's talking to him so long... I couldn't get my two cents in and shake his hand because he's talking to him so freaking long. And then Brian finally has to say, yeah, I got to go over here. I mean, yeah. he went to meet some of the fans because Rick was just monopolizing nah, his time. Man, don't you hate this. But Brian, wow, he does have a skin issue or did back then.
1: Oh, well, uh, acne. And he, stuff? Like well, it was marks? it was
0: scars yeah. on his face. Yeah. Just Ugly. I
1: remember seeing. I've seen that before. I remember, man. Because yeah. sometimes you could be from, uh, like, uh, mumps or things like that. You know. Yeah. You had some I don't bad know. Scars from there. It was bad. Wow. Yeah. Wow.
0: But uh, did a hell of a show. He he and Eric Clapton are two artists that I have seen live that play, say thank you, and ten seconds later they're in the next song. Right. Not a whole lot of talk whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Boom, 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 boom. Just keep on playing. And you like that. Yes and no. Uh Uh-huh. I know. It's curious. It it depends on the material. I mean, if it's really good material and they want to bang through a show, go right ahead. I don't like the ones that talk after every song. You
1: don't like the, and then I wrote
0: guys, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a drizzly Tuesday. Uh, No, I don't want to hear all that. You know? (laughs) I want to hear one, two, three, four. Thank you. (laughs) Speaking of one, two, three. Yeah. Rick, Rick Tracy. Okay. Every time he would open the microphone, he had to do a Countdown. No. Three, two, one. Rock 105. Yeah. Every time. I don't know. I, I don't I, I don't know. I
1: really wish he was alive for, for more reasons than that, but I just to hear the answer as to why he did that.
0: Obviously, it was a thing that maybe, he started young in his career. Maybe
1: somebody, people we know who know him better might might know the answer to yeah,
0: that. Yeah, because he, I mean, maybe not every time, but a lot of the times. Crazy. He'd have dead air going. I
1: know his old roommate.
0: Okay. Maybe, maybe we'll ask him. Are your name dropping again? Uh, you got <laughs> no. a phone number there, too? Or, I mean, what do you do? I doing? don't have
1: this guy's number. I got Troy Brooks's <laughs> number, but I don't have a guy I worked with here for 25 years. Uh, I am, I'm a mess, uh, man.
0: You are a mess. I'm glad you're holding on to mine. Jeez. <laughs> I actually have yours in my phone still, and I'm a pain in the ass with it, aren't I? No, you're not. Okay. No. Yeah, see, he says that now. We turn uh, the mics off. It's a whole different story. <laughs> I don't. Yeah okay Just, yeah
1: that was nothing
0: yeah any other meet and greet stories you'd like to share
1: uh no everybody I've met I, I really nice. okay I'll tell you one thing okay this is not a meet and greet this is an uh, uh, from a concert and i I don't know why you weren't there but the um
0: was I invited
1: yes you probably were you oh, were no, the no, see, you don't know that for a fact. Boss of this uh radio station yeah okay but I was going to MC. This is Gladys Knight and uh, the new edition opening up.
0: Oh, so you okay. had your Bobby
1: Brown. You know that bump. Was that
0: ninety five X Days? Yes. Okay. So this Well why is, wasn't I there? I
1: don't know. For some reason, I don't know, you had to go work on a loom or something because I was supposed to MC this show. Work
0: on a loom? What the hell, well, What? You
1: work in the factory. <laughs> and so that's the weekend gig I know you had. Oh yeah. And so yeah,
0: that's me, Tony Looman. That's me, yeah. Tony of the loom. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and so it was Gladys Knight and, and a New Edition. Okay. And so here's a, a difference in culture. Yeah. We'll just say it this way. Yeah. We'll say it Train
0: this way. Train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say it this way.
1: So I was the morning guy. You were the afternoon guy yeah. at 95X, which was a, a, a officially an urban station, but we were a mix of...
0: We made a mix pop, of it. We
1: made it a mix of it. Yeah. The yeah. rock and soul of the South. Right. But uh, really, our base, our fan base was mainly an urban audience. Well, if you've if you've never been to a black concert, especially if somebody of the grace of of Miss Knight, oh, absolutely, yeah, Knight. yeah, Uh she
0: still sounds good.
1: Yeah, yes, yes, and she's on my Mount Rushmore of a women singers. And good choice. She, I would look out. I'm showing up, and I'm wearing you know my polo shirt and jeans, right, to MC. right, because that's what you know, yep. dorky white guys do in the mid '80s. <laughs>
0: Wait a minute. You still have those shirts, don't you? Yes. Okay. All right. It's going to come back around soon. Ah, I know there it is. you go. The cycle. Yeah. Okay.
1: Fashion forward. And so, fast forward. <laughs> and so, I'm sitting, our station was upstairs from the Civic Auditorium. It was. And I'm upstairs three hours before the show or whatever. I just get up there early to, you know, do something or whatever. Right. And I'm up and, and I look down and I see the people starting to show up for this Gladys Night show. Mm-hmm. And I, I swore there must have been a prom going on. Because everybody's dressed up to the nines,
0: suits, tuxedos. Well, that maybe kind of thing? not
1: tuxes, but everybody's dressed. And women are dressed. Yeah,
0: it's well, a night out. It, yes, it's a night out. When
1: it's, and and
0: and you're wearing a polo shirt. I'm in a polo shirt and jeans. What a putz.
1: And so I'm standing <laughs> upstairs, and I'm looking down. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so underdressed. They don't want me down there. I I, I really, I can't go down and emcee this show. I'm going to walk out, and they're going like, well, I'm glad you got out of bed in time to MC this show.
0: Well, your hair was combed. Maybe. Oh, great. And so— <laughs> And you're representing the radio station. Right. What the hell are we sending you out for? I don't know. That's what Why? I'm saying. You were
1: working at the factory that weekend. Yeah, that's what I was doing. And so, thankfully, our friend Will Power.
0: Yeah, okay. Real name. Oh, uh, <laughs> no, it's not. Will is. Will so, Will. <laughs> you don't have a last name of power. You just, it just doesn't happen.
1: <laughs> and so, Will standing up there in a suit, ready to go to the show. Oh, Will always,
0: was. he was always dapper.
1: That's true. Yeah. Sunday morning, if uh, he had to come run in, he'd be in a suit. He would be. And so, Will standing there, and I'm saying it out loud, I said, I can't go not I'm not dressed for the prom here. And Will said, hey, man, don't worry, I'll go do it. Cool. And I said thankfully because I would have I would have felt I would have felt so self-conscious.
0: Now were you you were introing New Edition or no, Gladys new edition. Knight? No, i
1: gonna be Gladys. It was gonna oh, be New okay. Edition. I was All like, right. Hey, thanks for coming out. Hey, I I'm a dorky white guy dressed like I'm going to to a mall. And
0: not part that, of the New Edition.
1: No, no, no. Don't <laughs> hey, uh, don't be cruel. <laughs> hey, <laughs> oh, oh, there's and, a Bobby Brown thank hit. You thank you very, very much, much. Everybody. Very nice. So anyway, so that was where I was not appropriately dressed. And
0: you know, speaking of speaking of funky stuff, yeah, I want you to play. Uh, there it is. There it is. Just listen to the line of this for a second, if you would. I, I'm just gonna lay back here.
1: If you hear, if you feel your hair getting a little wetter, it's jer- being Jerry curled as you listen.
0: Love this. Thumping. Old 95X stuff right here. Man, that's
1: some popping, Poppin' them strings. And
0: if you don't know who this is, I'm about to tell you. Early cameo. Yeah, way before Word Up. Way before the cockpits. Way before candy. Way before back and forth. This is early 80s stuff.
1: Oh, dude, I used to love back and forth.
0: See, this is, oh, this is, we, I can listen to that forever.
1: That's great stuff. Forever. I was just listening to some Marcus Miller last night. Oh, know, yeah. Thumping bass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just thinking about that.
0: Oh, that's so good. Very nice. Killer, that, I want to hear the whole song. Th- that just screams,
1: yeah. that just screams funk. Uh, 1985 funk.
0: Those are before 1985, though. before then, yeah. Yeah, because back in the early days of Cameo, they had that Just Be Yourself, which is that that track, mm-hmm. Flirt, Alligator Woman, yeah. They had, I mean, all those funky tunes way before they got to the word up. And even She's Strange was the time that really the crossover like audience was starting Yeah, I played here. that as a pop radio Oh, song. yeah, that was 83, and that was, you know.
1: And there was a cool song on there. It was a really jazzy kind of tune called I Got Your Image. Yes. Or something with I got your image, baby. Yeah. Really cool, jazzy kind of thing. Yep. Those guys yep. were really, really talented. They
0: really were. I, I wish I would have been able to meet those guys. I did meet the Gap Band. Charlie Wilson Charlie was Wilson. high as a kite, <laughs> high as a kite, was. coming in to be on the air with us. They were doing a show in town, and he shows up. I mean, his eyes were barely open. It was red. Kind of like Krispy um, Kreme. God knows what he was on. Glazed. And this is like midday. I'm thinking, dude, are you going to make it for the show tonight? <laughs> yeah. But, and then, and then he's, they all signed uh, one of the press uh, pictures, Yeah, and he spelled Tony, T O N I.
1: Thought you were Braxton.
0: Yeah maybe. Way <laughs> before Tony even knew she was Braxton. I didn't break
1: my heart, my friends.
0: Uh yeah. So there you go. There's there's
1: So he was the most stoned uh I, of you've all ever the people met?
0: I probably met, he was the most stoned. Charlie Wilson. Yeah, Charlie Wilson. And and I'll tell you who was really cool to talk to backstage was Darius Rucker. Back yes. when he was Hootie. Yes. And um and
1: we've got to know him well in the country. For the last 15 years. And Very nice guy. He is, as, he is as cool as you think he is. Yeah.
0: I And I figured that night, we, you know, because I knew after the Only Want to Be With You video and that song went to number one. Right. He did the video with Dan Marino. So I'm sitting there going, okay, this guy likes the Miami Dolphins. Right. We talked football the whole time we were backstage. Even Mark joined in because he was a Redskins fan at the time, which you can't call them that anymore. Now they're the Commanders. What a stupid name.
1: Well, the Ed White people don't think it's stupid.
0: No, Ed White. But no, that's fine for it Ed White. Because he was a commander. Right. Right. But Washington Commanders. More like the
1: commander-in-chief.
0: Okay. <laughs> you, you keep justifying it. You go right ahead. I'm just trying my best to you help out. go right out. ahead.
1: That's my job. That's all. Oh, yeah, look. Yeah, look.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Woo! It's time to check the freak mail.
1: We get freak mail. Freak mail is, uh, what is it? T man and John at gmail.com? See,
0: you do hear and listen to me. Oh. And you do retain things. Well, I
1: wrote it down right here in ah, Sharpie.
0: Amazing. Right. Bill, BG from Jacksonville. As a connoisseur, I, oh, let me start officially here with his email okay. Greetings, music freaks. That's what he wrote. Greetings, Bill. Yeah. As a connoisseur of podcasts, let me say that after only two episodes, you have struck gold. Mm. I can't wait for the next one. Dang, Bill. Two weeks? Question mark. How much money you need? Well, I guess keep them wanting more. That's exactly right. That's a good idea. So yeah. that,
1: that will conclude today's show.
0: <laughs> the flow you two have definitely shows the longevity of friendship you both have. That's his nice way of saying we're old. Yes, thank you, Bill. That's what that is. That's very nice. Love the music charts, top 40 info. Love the stories and the peek behind the curtain of radio DJing. Keep them coming. Very and nice. um, And this is the line that just absolutely is like, you know, stupid. What? And bring on the air supply, <laughs> Rush and Prince. Talk about a train wreck. Dude. Air supply, Rush and Prince. Wow. And, and, you know, and I'm, I'm all
1: out of today's Tom Sawyer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, Bill, you and I could ride in the car together. Let me, oh, I there could ain't no doubt, all three of them,
0: bro. Oh, there ain't no doubt. You could. There ain't yeah. no doubt.
1: I'll ride in the car with you, Bill.
0: I heard that, and um, Leah was asking a question. Okay. And I'm in the wrong email, so wait a second. Wait I've, a got, I've got too many freaking emails on my phone.
1: I've got. I've got one. It's a from an email from, but it went to my email. Oh, okay. Because he, you know, he yeah. was like me. He didn't write it down. It was uh, Gary. <laughs> This is my friend Gary, and Gary said uh, we were talking about the Atlanta rhythm section on the uh, the last show. We were. And he said, "Ah, I can't believe you mentioned the Atlanta rhythm section and didn't mention that great story uh, that you told me a long time ago, but it's it's always stuck with me. And then he had to tell me what it was to remind me. I'm like, oh, I should have. It came to mind. So have you ever heard um, Imaginary Lover uh, uh, sped up? Say you have the album Imaginary Lover, the album, uh, that one, and you uh, actually played it at 45 by mistake on the old turntable. I might have, Okay, but I don't recall. Okay, because you would have remembered that it sounded uh, scarily like another superstar of uh, the time frame. So here. Okay. Here it is. Here's Imaginary Lover. Which would sound
0: like
1: something like this. Oh boy.
0: Imaginary never turn
1: you down. Doesn't that sound like Stevie Nicks?
0: Yes. <laughs> oh my yes. I just got chills. Isn't
1: that crazy? I just got chills. It's one of those things I guess we never talked about. Wow. A friend played this for me a long time ago. Wow. I didn't come upon it. Somebody told me about it a long time ago.
0: Now- Never turn you down. Damn. When all
1: the and there's turn no other tricks. You can do this yourself. That's not a studio wow. trick or anything. Yeah. That is because Ronnie Hammond's voice is Merge yeah. really deep. So you can speed it up that fast and it sounds like Stevie wow. Nick. The song, here's the crazy part. The song co-written by Jacksonville's own Robert Nix yeah no they're not related of course but right. there you go No, uh, they're Robert Nix co-wrote a song exactly you play yeah. it faster and it sounds like Stevie Nicks.
0: I got chills I really did
1: that was a cool story I, uh, a guy played it for me and then I think Casey Kasem even did it on a countdown one time stop it yes he did it Oh, listening, no. And he screwed it up because he said Robert Nick sang lead on a- a- ARS, oh. which was not correct.
0: So. No, that's not correct.
1: Had to correct Casey on that. But yes.
0: Wow. Isn't
1: that, isn't that crazy? So you can wow. do it yourself. Get your turntable and uh, put that's the 33 That's
0: nuts, dude. Yeah. That is nuts. So,
1: uh, Gary, thank you for reminding me of that great yeah. story. Yeah.
0: Good story, Gary. Yeah. Thank you so much. T-Man and John at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your stories. Also, Leah wrote in about how awesome we are. And she... Can relate. She said, I have to admit sports and champagne jam are two of my favorites in my collection, <laughs> nice, of course. Nice. And she wants to know. Uh, Leah wants to know. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: could you could you play it?
0: Uh, here's your long distance dedication. Whatever happened to Brian Adams? She was wondering about him. Yeah. And uh, I did a little research on it. And he's actually touring uh, overseas. He has a new album out. And I didn't even know it. Oh. Uh, did you know that?
1: It's the summer of
0: nineteen. I see. See why? Why do you have to be that way?
1: Uh, I was just thinking of something.
0: So. Um, the name of the album, and he has quite the site. You pull it up, and everything is on the main page. It's almost like cookies galore. It's it's crazy. Okay, I mean you have to accept the settings and do all that it's, garbage. Yeah. Um, but his tour. Uh, it, oh, what is this? Wait a second. Uh, yeah, he's Lost in, in the Ger- details. He's in Germany. He had to postpone a couple of shows, like Rome, Italy. I don't know why. Maybe COVID. Uh, <laughs> Berlin, good. Berlin, Germany. He's going to be there in March.
1: It's summer of 69.
0: <laughs> wow! Wow! You went there, didn't you? That was you? a clip.
1: That was a clip from yeah. the concert there. Actually.
0: You went there, didn't yeah. you? Good night, of Friday. It's not... Da- so Happy It Hurts. That's the name of his album and the tour. Okay. So yeah. there you go. And there's your update on Brian Adams. <laughs> now on with the countdown.
1: This time I think we're going to make it. <laughs> I'm Kay- My hair's on fire and I'm Casey Kasem. I oh, had the opportunity man. to interview Casey Kasem uh, when he was uh, being like one of the uh, one of the ambassadors for the Jerry Lewis Telethon, and so he would okay. make the rounds and make the yeah. phone calls and do okay. all the stuff and shake hands, and okay. and we had Casey on the phone, and I asked him at the time, uh, does he uh, has he ever done an imitation of Casey Kasem because everybody else in radio uh, does Casey Kasem, and I said, have you ever have you ever imitated yourself? And he said, you know, it's a funny question (laughs) because one time I'm doing the countdown and I'm reading something and I go, you know, I sound like Dana Carvey doing me. Wow. Yeah. And then he and then I have it somewhere where he goes, I'm Casey Kasem. My hair's on fire and I'm Casey Kasem. (laughs) And I have Casey actually saying that. We'll find that. You need to. That will be part of uh, episode four, whatever you may cleverly title.
0: Okay. well, I have time to think about it. Okay. Uh, I have a letter from Casey Kasem. Uh, Not here, but I'll I'll bring that in with the Casey story. And it said, "Dear Tony, no, I'm lost." It was more like, "I'm pregnant." To whom it may concern, (laughs) one of those kind of things.
1: You still owe. You have to buy three more albums (laughs) to fulfill your
0: yeah with Columbia House, (laughs) yeah. 13 albums for a penny. They're warped as hell, but hey, here you go. When, when did I order
1: Conway 20? Yeah. Why the hell yeah,
0: yeah. I, here? I pushed Neil Diamond. How'd I get him? How'd that happen? I thought
1: I was getting kissed. Wow. I wanted Kiss Alive 2, and I got Conway 20 by wow. mistake.
0: My honey thought, uh, Kim thought the last show was too short, and I'm like. What does my height have to do with it? A-Y-I-O-ta. Hey, Iota! Hey, uh,
1: We gotta leave him wanting more, like uh, your other friends. I know
0: that's what that's what Bill said. Bill, yeah, yeah, he I'm, did.
1: I gotta go pick Bill up because we gotta listen to Air Supply and Rush together.
0: And in the car.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. That, that car the, ride's gonna be the, sweet.
0: The windows are gonna break.
1: It's gonna be a. That's gonna be a. It's gonna, be a, that's gonna be a sweet whip. I'm gonna pick him up in my hooptie. And I'm gonna have the eight track and cassette working at the same time, and we're gonna to listen to Rush and Air Supply, and who was that other band? Prince. Oh God, yes. I could have Count gone my that. whole
0: life without you hearing you say hoopty. I'm
1: <laughs> <laughs> just saying. I, I'm too old. I'm to just say saying. Oh. Was I ever was I ever old enough or young enough to say hoopty?
0: Hoopty. Hey, we're on the uh, Facebook. A, uh, check us out on Facebook.
1: Okay, yeah, y'all, and, y'all tell me what it looks
0: like. And check out. <laughs> No, Jill will. Jill will tell me what's exactly Jill's all over Facebook, like. buddy. That's right. Hey, and uh, we're on every we're platform. We're on every iHeart, Spotify, um, Neil, Diamond, Neil Young's favorite, Neil or- Diamond. Listen to me. You could play that intro all day long like that. Just loop it. Sending you
1: forget-me-nots. Just loop it. That's the Neil Diamond version. No. S- sending Don't you ruin it. Sending you forget-me-nots.
0: Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts.
1: Neil Young version. Horse. Sending you forget-me-nots. Like I told
0: you before, we're spread out like horseshit. <laughs> and on that note, On that note... We're going to hit the trail. We're saying goodbye.